When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Uh, it's over, right? Yes, uh, officially. It's over. The, uh, Just a St- shade under four hours. St. Louis Cardinals in game four of this uh, series with the Twins. Uh, uh, they finally win a game and score some runs. The uh, seven to five Cardinals. Twins uh, had held them to one run in three previous games. A lot of Cardinals I, I heard uh, early at the start of the game today. A lot of Cardinals not hitting. No, and uh, yeah. but they uh, Lance Lynn uh, can't throw strikes. He's uh, I don't know if his stuff's good or bad. I can't tell because he isn't getting in the strike zone. He's a fastball pitcher, and until last year he was a strike thrower. Last year he was coming back from Tommy John, and the legend was, okay, guys, when they come back from Tommy John that first year, they don't have the command. He should be better this year. He's worse this year. He's wilder this year. And when you throw 80% fastballs, you better throw some strikes. Well, and I heard uh, Dan Hayes was on with Mackey and Judd earlier today, and I believe uh, he was alluding to the fact that Lance felt a little bit disappointed that the Cardinals didn't want to retain him or didn't make a serious effort to retain him, and there was some some bad feelings. They did qualify him. He right. could have went back for one year, but 17 Talking more a of a multi-year deal yes, is, I guess, yes. what I'm trying to say. And I and now I can see why they didn't want to do that. Well, yeah. He's he been awful. Has, I mean, he he's been absolutely well, horrible he this throw year. Strikes. Yeah, he yeah. Won't, uh, He doesn't give himself a chance because he doesn't throw strikes. He came out today. First hitter. He's 0-2. Ends up walking. I mean, uh, giving up a three a hit on 3-2. and two. Mm-hmm. He, he gets him to 3-2. and two. And I know Go that he... Him. And I know that he got... You know, a late start because he signed late and all that. But I that's, mean, we're we're going into we're in, we're in May that's now. I mean, now. We're, we, we're halfway April. through May now. That was April. We yeah. gave him that in yeah. April. This is May. Yeah, and, we're halfway uh, through May now. It's, and it was uh, yeah, and it's an interesting situation. The Twins really were not hot for him, but when they came to him and said, "We'll sign with you for twelve million dollars on a one year deal," they had to take him. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, and. I mean, I was on board, obviously. Me I think he's, I've always found him to be a pretty good pitcher. He wasn't that good last year, but again, coming back from the Tommy John. And he's never, people are talking about him being overweight. Well, he's big, but he's always pitched like, I mean, he has He's always been big. He's always been big. So yeah. here's what I want to know. Obviously, he's the leading candidate to be taken out of the rotation when Irv gets what back. What are you doing? But what are you going to do? You're going to have him and Hughes eating up $25 million you? in your bullpen that... You know, you're going to do mop-up Here duty? is your other uh, problem. Uh, Irv's not going to pitch for another month. You know, you don't have to make that decision until June 1st at the earliest, probably. It'll be at least a month. Uh, he just started throwing now. You know, he, he, he won't pitch. 
Trevor May is more interesting to me. Yeah, he's yeah. closer. Uh, closer to nerve. What are you going to do with him? I suppose. Yes, he's closer to nerve. Okay. But I suppose you can send him out on a twenty day too. You can you can send May out on a rehab and see if he is. But there's they're going to have to run Lynn out there three, four more times. You can't just flush twelve million dollars down the toilet. So. And a Phil, you know, if you start adding pitchers now, if Trevor May comes along and you got to add him, and then you add Herb, there's really no way Hughes survives that, right? So then you're, then you, I mean, this McGill guy's pitched well enough to stay. Yep. Now they only have two lefties in the bullpen because they don't have Moya here anymore. Duke and. Rogers, Taylor Rogers, Rogers, but Taylor Rogers has been bad enough to get sent back to the minor leagues. Yeah, and that yeah, I don't know. But if they were to good to do that, they'd probably bring Moya back as a lefty because they need two lefties. So I don't know what they're going to do. But the other thing is they're not really swinging the bats. The Twins, either. no, you know they're you know who's who's hitting Rosario and Escobar. Yeah, yeah last night, if not hit. for if not for Reavers guy Bobby Wilson yes. hitting that three-run bomb, God, I mean, that they, weren't, they weren't hitting last mm-hmm. night either. I think that bunt, by the way, from best I can tell, I was in on the talk and the conversation, that was just him. Trying to get Buxton home? Buxton home, okay. yeah. And it was a, a safety squeeze, obviously, but I don't think Buxton knew he was going to bunt. I, I just think, love that. I think that was just a brainstorm, and then he said, and then they threw him a slider, a hanging slider, and he hit it out of the park. He says it's the first slider. He said, I hit a slider off the end of the bat uh, the first time up, and he said, that's progress for me. He said, I haven't touched the slider in a month, you know, swinging at him. So. I just love that you saw one of the worst bunt attempts yeah. <laughs> this year, and then on the very next pitch, he clubs it into the left field stands, which, you know, that was the that broke the game open at yes, that time. Yes, it did, and, uh, you know, it was... Uh, you know that was that was a nice ball. They had two straight pretty good ball games. One oh two one. Both less than three hours today was. Uh, once again, Lynn is bad, and I I really don't know what the solution is. He's healthy, so I I don't know what you do. You just keep running him out there for another. Three but it was at least encouraging last night with Barrios going back out there, looking yes. like he was at the beginning. And of I the got season. a hunch. Uh, you know, Bobby Wilson had a bullpen session with him two days earlier. Out there, he oh. caught him. He went out and caught him. Okay, in the bullpen session, and so you and think I, Wilson will keep being this guy? Well, yeah, he, Wilson's going to catch him now. You know. Yeah. And by the way, Manager Kelly, listen to Manager Kelly yesterday. Barrios, the rubbing the baseball. Remember, he said, "I know it sounds silly, but that bothers me because it means he's overthinking. He's mm-hmm. overthinking." And yep. yes, and last night. Boom, didn't do it. Got the ball back and was ready to roll. I mentioned that to Wilson. I was talking to him after everybody left, and uh, he said, "Yeah, yeah." He said, uh, "I did notice that some that he he was doing that." He said, "We tried to, we just tried to get him into you know rhythm and keep throwing." Now he's he's one of those guys, a little bit like Frankie Liriano, who when a runner gets on base, he's not the same pitcher. But I don't think it's as bad. With Barrios, is you remember with Frankie? Oh, but with Frankie, Frankie though, Frankie his mechanics be, were terrible. Frankie'd be untouchable for four innings, and then that first guy get on base, and things changed. Right. Yeah. But Barrios uh, doesn't fall apart as yeah as badly as as Liriano But that was would. a nice comeback for Barrios because he had looked he had looked as flustered as he's ever looked in his previous start, and then to come out and pitch like that gives you confidence that. Uh, 
that uh, that he is as good as we think he is. And he just he moved just... at a really good pace. Oh, last man. Night too. Oh. I mean, he just he, he threw one, got eight the ball seconds. back, and threw yeah. another one. Yeah, yeah. Eight seconds. he looked down. Wilson, got in a good rhythm. He looked down. He knew Wilson called fastball or breaking pitch, and boom, let's go. And he was yeah. ready to roll. He good. Today they lose, get a day off, and a pretty good Milwaukee team uh, coming in here this weekend. And that Peralta kid who made his debut Saturday, yeah. uh, man, this week and struck out everybody on Sunday, he'll be pitching Saturday. So more strikeouts coming. But the uh, Twins, luckily for them, Cleveland is having more problems than they are. So. It is amazing that every team in the division is under five hundred. Well, the <laughs> St. Louis Cardinals of 2006, yes. 83 and 78, <laughs> yeah. World Series champs. Right. Maybe this is going to be one of those years. I think the worst ever was the Mets of 73, uh, I believe, were 82 and 79, that they were one game wasn't, short. Wasn't oh. that Cardinals team in 06, too? Didn't they kind of, I don't want to say they backed into the playoffs, but yeah. they didn't finish the regular season very sure. It was almost oh, like no, the 87 Twins, right? Yeah, they yeah. they lost like five or six but in a row. The, uh, the, the thing about that is Detroit, you know, the Twins lost to Oakland. Yep. And, and Marco Scudero looked terrible, and then Detroit looked great. They dismantling mm-hmm. Oakland, and then they went to World Series. And remember, they couldn't yeah. throw the ball. They swept to third the A's, base. right? Yes, yes. About yeah. six times the pitcher threw the ball past third. They were horrible. That was one yeah. of the worst World Series ever played. And a, a very mediocre Cardinals team won the World Series. But the uh, Twins might get lucky here. Uh, but they're going to have to start swinging the bats better. I think the pitching, you know, Lance Lynn aside, I think the pitching's okay, but the hitting is not really good right now. That's uh, that is for sure. Polan- they miss Polanco. I think that that's a pretty good bat in the middle of the lineup, and uh, probably not as much as Seattle's going to miss Robinson Cano. So anyway, we uh, shall return. This is the ride with Racy, and we're dedicating the sh- today's show to. The 129-year-old Russian woman, oh. whatever her name is, oh, who hero. has never had a happy day in her life. I love that gal. That gal is my hero. Forty-two points, ten rebounds, twelve assists. Highlight after highlight after highlight, and the clock will hit triple zeros. And in spite of it all, LeBron James and the Cavs are going back to Cleveland. Down 0-2, a stirring, come-from-behind win in what may have been the Marcus Smart game of all Marcus Smart games. Is that the Minnesota guy? Sean Grandy. Sean Grandy, yeah. Grandy. Yeah. TV here for, yeah. I think, a year or two. Yeah, and he's the, the voice of the Celtics? Yep, radio voice of the oh, Celtics. Does he yeah. know what he's, the <laughs> legends that he's replacing? You know, the, well, he's, he's been the doing Celtics it for a while. He's, he's yeah, been yeah, with he's the been Celtics since... At least since the KG year started. You know, there. the great one, the old one, Johnny Most, uh, was the guy, the legendary for the. Yeah, the years. voice like yeah, yes. Well, he was the greatest. Steal my and bird. he was not completely objective in his broadcast. He would <laughs> once in a while see some flaws 
in the officials. And Johnny and he liked the, his heaters, too. Oh, man. he liked his heaters, and he liked his whiskeys. Yep. And uh, the, the famous story is one day he was so mad at the officials, he was spewing, and his false teeth came flying out. <laughs> and they were they were at the top, of the, they were at the bottom of the second deck, you know, the yeah, broadcast yeah. booth was up there, and he reached out and grabbed them as they were, as he, he was still <laughs> screaming at the officials as he grabbed his false teeth uh, going out. But... Uh, now the Celtics get you. You predicted LeBron had come out and be monstrous, and yeah. he was, and they and still, still got beat. Enough. And they still got beat. The uh, one problem is the Celtics are pretty even without their guys. They're deep, yeah, and they're nasty. And Tyrone Lou had to come out and accuse them of gooning it up uh, in the game, uh, gooning it up. And uh, by the way. It's kind of similar to what we used to play in the NBA, you know, 15 sure. years ago. Can I ask a question but, about that, uh, by the, best, the way? The best quote was from Jalen Brown, the kid. He said, Love him. I don't even know what to say about that. I agree, I guess. Sure. <laughs> how, I love they, that kid. They, the NBA just came out and spoke on this today. A, how was J.R. Smith not ejected from the game? And B, how was he not suspended after the fact? Uh, well, Harford, well, Harford was up in the air, and he uh, gave him a shove in the back. He got called for a flagrant foul, and then Marcus Smart came out and got in his face. And, uh, yeah, they just, I don't know. They're they are like the NBA, NHL. You can never figure out what what they're looking at. Uh, how, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because this, remember when Draymond Green got suspended in the finals for doing that to the swimsuit area? Mm-hmm. I thought what J.R. Smith did last night was way worse than It was that. worse. And yeah. it's... Uh, and Jr. has got, you know, you would think it was maybe Rep had something to do with it because Draymond Green, they, every time they get a chance, they get on him. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jr. doesn't exactly have the uh, greatest reputation. No. So uh, anyway, but he uh, was off. Even when he when he played, he was awful last night. Just no interest in defending anybody, and couldn't hit a shot, and just. So why Terrible. is uh, why is Love the uh, whipping boy today? Because he didn't play any defense or what? I guess I guess so. But I mean, mm-hmm. he, he and LeBron were the only guys who were productive yeah. for them last night. So I don't. Mm-hmm. Do you, you guys know, get the, was okay too? But. Do you guys get the feeling too that this is kind of remember the the last few games of LeBron's first tenure with the Cavs when they, when they got, got beat, by, beat Celt- by, the by the Celtics? Yep. That's the feeling I had watching that game last night. Is he knows that he's probably done in Cleveland again. It just yeah. has that same kind of well, feeling. I think Cleveland to it. knows, but this time they aren't going to be mad at him. I don't think. Well, they might be mad at him, but they there, there will be a few be fans like that will be. And the, the Kyrie trade too, and I've heard Windhorse say this a few times since they made that Kyrie. Like the Kyrie trade was sort of, it was because Kyrie wanted out, but it yeah. was also what they got in return with the Brooklyn pick, and everything was sort of like a preparation for yes, for him okay, to leave. If, if LeBron yeah. leaves, okay, at least we have this mm-hmm. high, and that's why. That's another Andrew Wiggins trade we can make. Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love. A stretch well, power out forward. Of your mind? Right, Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love, a stretch power forward. So well, you're it, would, trade it would help with the three-point shooting. Yeah. I don't know if it would help with the defense. Yeah, in the 42 games a year he plays. <laughs> no, no, he's fine. He's what? Fine. He gets hurt every year. I'd, well, well, there'd have to be more. They'd have to take Georgie off Do, our hands and give you somebody else. <laughs> but... Put yourself in Tom Thibodeau's shoes, though. Yes. Would you want to deal with Kevin Love? If you're Tom Thibodeau and you're always talking about playing hard for 48 <laughs> minutes and, you know, we got to get better on defense and all, all that stuff. If I was Tom Thibodeau, you know, there's a lot of old, crusty guys who can't change their ways. 
If I was Tom Thibodeau, I'd change my ways. Well, I'd become. I'd sage reach, advice I'd for reach Royce. out to people <laughs> and be uh, more charming. And uh, by the way, I heard a good rumor today, which apparently is not true, but Tibbs was uh, alleged to have thrown a. Oh, I saw Some that object through a glass window or something, but yes. it apparently did not occur. So yeah. I saw that. Was it a couple of days ago? Right, a few some, days ago. Yeah, I think it's Friday. Canis, that reports, is it Canis, Canis I hoops, whatever it is. Uh, but, uh, uh, yes and no. Yes, mm-hmm. it, it's uh, Travis who I think he comments on the message boards. Oh, okay. And, so he, and he's not. and he knows people that yeah. work and within said the that, front but, office. But and, apparently, yeah. it's been checked by. Other reporters and yeah. it's not and he's, did not occur. And but. in his defense too, he's just going off of what was told to him. He wasn't an actual witness in mm-hmm. anything. So, mm-hmm. well, but anyway, uh, that said, I still like my Oklahoma City trade better. <laughs> Stephen Adams, remind me, Stephen Adams and, and Carmelo, Carmelo for Wiggins and Gorgie and Gorgie and Gorgie Jane. I'm giving him a big man, and I'm taking. Carmelo off their hands. And all I got to do is give me that Australian, that New Zealander would be the most popular player the Wolves have had since Garnett. I don't Here's, know much about Adam. Is that, does that make them better? I, I guess yes. that, oh, it's, it would Dodge, be a great trade Dodge for the can Wolves. can go out and shoot jump shots and okay. do Steven whatever Adams he wants can do, do all the dirty work and in then, the middle. But. Whenever Gobert goes to the bench, Towns can go inside. And the eat, only thing eat, is, eat though, lunch. if you're if you're Oklahoma City and you have a backcourt of Russell Westbrook, Andrew Wiggins, and Andre Roberson, the really yeah. good defensive wing guy that they have, but can't. Well, maybe shot they got to give him feet, to. Maybe that's we'll a take, really, really, really bad shooting you have. <laughs> we'll take him off their hands, Roberson. In all honesty, oh, Roberson would be great. Yeah. He can't you, hit a jump shot, but he's a terrific defender. Do you call Boston about Kyrie? Look at how well no, they're playing without no, him. They'll, they'll, no, they'll, no, they'll, no, they'll, they'll, we don't need Kyrie. Danny, we got Derrick Rose. Here's, oh. the, here's the thing, Reavers. <laughs> Danny Ainge is looking at this Celtics team right now and how they're playing, and they're two wins away from going to the finals, and he's salivating at the idea this, of having Kyrie and Gordon Hayward with this in addition to what he already this has. Is, that by could the go way, to the, the Tibbs thing is not over yet because of Carl Anthony Towns. It depends upon if Carl, yeah. if Carl Anthony Towns says I'm not signing if Tibbs and I'm not saying that he would say that, but if he says that, then that's a huge deal. If he then, says that, well, he's good. Then, because then you have no choice. Yeah, you have no choice. He's, you know, this is the one league where one player is more important mm-hmm. than. But Any I, of the administration. But I thought we were led to believe that, because I don't know how the NBA salary structures work with guys coming off the rookie deals. The, the, the Timberwolves can play, pay him, like, isn't it twice as much no, as anybody no, else? No, not twice not as much, much, but it's it's a, more a than one another. But, yeah. you know, here's so, the problem. It I don't know what Towns is making, but he'll probably eventually make $20 million a year on sneakers. So, mm-hmm. you know. That's I know, but Pat, he's still going to want the, the most amount of money no, to make in the league. Not necessarily, not necessarily. Or know. at least he, if if he wanted to, and and again, like Pat said, we're not, we don't, we don't know what he's thinking. No, but I have if no he, idea. maybe if he, he if, mind. if he's that disconnected from Tibbs and he doesn't want Tibbs around anymore, he could go to Glenn Taylor and say, "Look, yeah, yeah, him or me, yeah." Yeah, if he says if that. If he wanted to, he could even yeah. if he's not, not really serious it, about it. Neither of us are saying I have no idea, but right. I'm saying that until 
Town says, yeah, I'm going to sign. Uh, everything's up. Hey, here. why not just throw it out there? We're, it's reckless wolf speculation <laughs> week, right? Listen, I got the plan. The fixers got the plan. I've told you. Which one again? Now, Two big me. guys go to the fall, uh, to the summer league, and eight three-point shooters, and we have a contest to see who can make the most three-pointers in the summer league. <laughs> the top two, three most accurate three-point shooters, whether it's Jimmer Fredette or not, are going to get signed. Or, Jimmer I mean, Fredette. this Anthony Brown There's kid There's three-point shooters out there hiding. Well, They're but, hiding out there in the woods. But that's the thing, though, Pat, is Tibbs doesn't, I mean, he's got, the guy that everybody yes. says, yeah, Anthony Brown, yes. yeah, he's a good shooter, but Tibbs won't play he? him. He won't well, play him. Well, play him. Put him on the floor. You know, you, he could go to him and talk to Tibbs reasonably like uh, Marv Wolfenson did to Musselman when he told him to play. Uh, <laughs> what was the kids? The, 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 what was the guy that uh, the draft choice? Uh, Indy Eby. Gerald Glass. Gerald oh, Glass. Gerald Glass. Yes. Gerald Glass. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he went up and they said, there was five games to go in the season, and they said, we want you to play Gerald Glass tonight. You got to play Gerald Glass in so many minutes. And Bill comes back down, and his son Eric is there. I think this is the second year. And he says, Eric says, What was that about? And he said, They want me to play Gerald Glass. And, and Eric says, What are you going to do? He says, I'm going to play the guys who give me the best chance to win. <laughs> and he got fired. Because <laughs> Gerald, Gerald had been playing a little. Yeah. That night he played none. None. <laughs> So Tibbs can give you a little of that too. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Celtics, man, alive. They just—they're mean. They're nasty. And uh, Al Harford's great. So we uh, shall return. Johnny Height, our mastery of the Cardinals, is coming to us. <laughs> come to an end. Yes, it has. Thanks, Patrick. This update sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. The Twins lost to the Cardinals today, 7-5 to five the final. Uh, Lance Lynn. You was, stinks. He started for the Twins. Again, he was not very good. Three innings, four hits, four walks, three earned runs. He struck out five. Logan Morrison with a couple of hits, including a home run. Uh, Logan, for the first time this season, has his average above 200. He's up to 206 with those two hits today. Really? Uh-huh. Good for him. And going oppo, man, for a home yeah. run. That was good. Eddie Rosario had three hits for the Twins. Uh, the Twins will what now. What would we do without him? We better sign him. Eddie? Yes, yeah. right now. Come on, let's go. Uh, Put the, some money in Eddie's pocket and see what the hell happens, man. <laughs> <laughs> Twins with a day off. They'll play the Brewers uh, starting Friday in a weekend series at Target Field. One of the Twins note, the Twins will be relying on Mitch Garver and Bobby Wilson to catch, it appears. Twins manager Paul Molitor announcing today Jason Castro had surgery to repair a torn meniscus and is, quote, looking at a long rehab. The surgery performed yesterday was expected to involve taking a portion of Castro's meniscus out, but Molitor told reporters today the tear was a little more significant, and they decided to try to keep what he had left. Uh, They thought that was the best course of action. Since he's a catcher, it would help prolong his career and productivity. They should have sent him to Dr. Olaf Luke from Prior Lake, Minnesota, who performed the meniscus surgery on me in 1962. 
Wow. Worked that, pretty damn well until I occasionally would fall down drunk and twist it and it'd swell up a little bit. Were you able to catch after that? Uh, <laughs> never never was into that. No. Uh, never, never put on the tools of ignorance. <laughs> was that a uh, was a meniscus surgery in 62? Was that an invasive procedure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still got the scar. Really? I and had mine. They just put a the, hole. It yeah, was done here. by the country doctor. Huh. You know, just the regular... Here's a rag. Bite on this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you used to have to drain that puppy all the time, and they'd Ooh. leave the room, and the needle would be sitting there going... Oh, God. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> NBA playoff action right here on this station this evening. Golden State at Houston. Warriors lead the series one game to none. 7 o'clock right here at 1500 ESPN. Vikings adding another defensive tackle to the mix. Holy cow. We'll never stop. Yeah. They've signed former Colts and Saints defensive lineman David Perry in 2015 and oh, 16. Oh, well, that one was read. That rumor was out there last week. Yeah, right? he, they he just stopped made her official. Okay. Yeah, they made the signing official. He was a regular for Indianapolis in 2015 and 16, playing more than 600 snaps each year. Uh, he has dealt with some legal problems. In 2017, he was arrested. Oh, well, that, that only increases him. <laughs> that, only, uh, that only makes him more popular in our eyes. He uh, was arrested on suspicion of robbery, auto theft, criminal damage, resisting arrest, and DUI we've, charges. Uh, we've done our uh, due diligence yes, and uh, yes. everything's fine. What We don't do due diligence. We're vet. We vetted. We vetted. We vetted. We vetted. We vetted. Spielman himself vetted this guy and... Uh, he, just, did he get just, charged with all these things? Just he, tell him well, you're not going to get arrested again. He was he was arrested on suspicion of all five of those charges, but then ended up pleading guilty to one count of disorderly conduct oh, okay. and attempted unlawful means of transportation. Oh, whatever okay. that means. Okay. Well, attempted to steal a car. Is what <laughs> well, I think like. so. Yep. He's one. Of, that's what we need. More criminals. <laughs> The annual general manager poll of the WNBA gives the Lynx high praise, but uh, doesn't uh, necessarily say they'll repeat as champions. In the poll, no respect. In the poll, thirty-three. We will repeat. We were better this year than we were last year. The thirty-three percent of the GMs predicted the Los Angeles Sparks will get redemption for last year's loss to the Lynx. Twenty-five percent picked Minnesota to be back for the title. Uh, Maya Moore was tabbed as the favorite to win MVP and voted the player GMs would most want in the entire league to take the last shot in a game. She received 33% of the, of the vote. And head coach Cheryl Reeve was tabbed as the league's top coach, getting 50%. I bet she voted for herself. Cheryl? <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw Candace Parker a couple months ago when they released the uh, WNBA schedule and yeah. they found out the Sparks were going to open at the links. Yeah. You know, I'd... Saw Candace Parker tweet out something about complaining about having to having to be there to watch the ring ceremony. Oh, well, yeah. you lost. Yes. Yeah. Who cares? Any, uh, you you see any preseason previews on the North American Professional Women's Hockey League? Where where where, where our uh, white caps yeah, are right? That, that I'm not sure. Okay. Well, be, keep an eye out. Will you? The, uh, There's <laughs> been a dearth of information about them. Uh, tell me something, John. Come on. What, what do you want Report on it. I want to hear about it. The, uh, let me tell you first. The links. Both you and Harrigan just <laughs> completely ignoring it. <laughs> do open. I used it yesterday all day. What are you talking about? Yes. The uh, Lynx open the season Sunday against the Sparks. I'm with Kenny. Uh, yeah. More power. Respect. All right, Johnny. That's uh, I can see you running out of steam. <laughs> well, I, got, I got four more pages. Now you're done. <laughs> We're done here. So I mentioned it, but uh, how much more can we take on our sports calendar in this town? It's getting full. It's uh, so we have... 
the four major professional sports. Yep. And then we have the Lynx, who are treated as though they're a member of the one of the major leagues, and they have won some championships. They play in a 30... In a 12-team league that plays 34 games, so it's a part-time league, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they have a hard time accepting that, but uh, they they are not one of the big... It's not a big five. It's a big four. And then when now we have United, and uh, they play a 34-game schedule in a big league, and that's certainly the best North America has to offer as a major league. So that gives us six, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you just want to go and have a good time in a beautiful ball yard and not pay as much money, but still pay robust prices for concessions, you got CHS Field. Yes. So we got seven sports entities now. And then we got the racetrack. Mm-hmm. We got the racetrack, which is now going from Derby Day until middle of September. That, so that's another summer thing there. So we got eight. We got those eight. And now we have a reception at the governor's whatever, wherever the reception was, to add uh, a women's professional hockey team in a what's now a five-team league. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be trying to be guilted into covering this as if it means something. You're also missing one big thing. What? The giant Division One. Yeah, I'm going to get to that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We got that. I mean, I'm giving you the pros first. And then get this women's, okay, come to town, play your games. But if the local media gets uh, pressured into making some big deal out of Belaine in a five-team league, that's their own fault, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, Good luck to them. I I could care less. But it's uh, we've been through this before with, uh, you know, the – teams showing up and and going away and this one this one might play but that league did you see what they're paying them no seven thousand dollars a year and they get a they get a percentage of uh jersey and merchandise souvenir sales sales. so let's not act like it's a professional league let's not act like it's a league that deserves attention out of guilt but how many how many? I mean, have a good time, play, enjoy yourself, win the world championship of a five-team league, but don't expect to get more than two paragraphs on any website in town would be my but suggestion. do you think that there's already a built-in pressure to cover the team oh, to the, that extent? Well, the governor has to have a have the have them over and tell how proud he is. I guess he, you know, they they do all those gubernatorial things, but. The idea, well, the strip gave it big play today, probably because it was at the governor's. And now Hollis is going to get a PGA Tour event. Now that's I can get all over that. I can, especially early June. That's that's fine. But that's another, you know, that's that's more. We already have the seniors, but this would be different. This would replace the seniors. So, so now that's ten, and. And then we and then we got the Gophers, mm-hmm. and we have a basketball arena, a hockey arena, another hockey arena, a softball stadium, and a baseball stadium. So we I don't know how many teams are, and we got actually we got Williams Arena and the place next door. So there's six 
facilities that are having sports over there who are trying to get you to show up, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, now, Seabird is a nice little place, and they don't care if they draw a lot of people or not, and softball stadium. But, I mean, come on. We got, we can't, you can't serve all masters around here. And you you gotta you gotta pick your uh, you gotta pick well, your poison. Pat, here. look at it this way too. You know, look at the ticket buyer. You know, for mm-hmm. me, for instance, I might take the bride and the two boys to two, maybe three Twins games a year, and I'm yeah. a diehard baseball yes. fan. But I got my own baseball team that, that yeah. c- commands a lot of my time, and there's only so much sports dollar to go around with families that are operating on budgets. Yes, and I think that that's why we were you were talking about attendance earlier today. I think that plays into it because there's just there's too many different options right now for people, and there's only so many sports dollar to go around. Yes, and that's I, a problem. I agree. And uh, you know, if the soccer team is, you know, I I don't think they've blown anybody doors off with what they're drawn, but they had seventeen or eighteen thousand. Well. 5,000 of those people might have been 24-year-olds who decided to go drink beer at the target field sure. instead of at the soccer game because they don't care where they are. No. They don't care if they're at a soccer game or a baseball They just want to go out with their friends. <laughs> yeah, they right. just want to go hang. So anyway, what I'm saying is let's, uh, let's not make these things more than they are, okay? I have nothing against a five-team being in a five-team pro women's hockey league but got to start somewhere but it's not it's not meaningful it's not meaningful it's meaningful for it's as meaningful as the a bowling league at elsie's <laughs> well know. it's no it's a little it more is. meaningful That's than it. that isn't it Pat? no there's more teams at elsie's you know there's 12 teams at Elsie's on the But it's a start, though, at least, right? It's a start, okay, but... uh, Because how are leagues like this going to... Do you ever see women's hockey being even as prominent as the WNBA is? Uh, I think it could be. First of all, they don't have the WNBA. They don't have the NHL behind them because the NHL is trying to keep all the money they possibly can. Yeah. But, I mean, they they say they've been helpful, but... I don't know. I'm just trying to be realistic here. I, I understand that. But the other thing is, a lot of these, especially startup leagues, are going to be so reliant upon corporate dollars that I don't think that money exists no, right no, now. No, no, there's not. But uh, the word to the wise, you know, my famous thing was when the, the strikers came to town to play indoor soccer at Met Center. And I had been there for a kicks game with my kids when it was indoor soccer, and they virtually never forgave me. But uh, <laughs> the strikers called me that they'd been here now for a month and, the, and when I was still in St. Paul and said, uh, why don't you come out and write a column? And I said, listen, we're both better off <laughs> if I don't come out and write a column. You're just, you just live your life and happily, and then I won't make fun of you. I won't go out and make fun of you. And right. then we'll, it'll be a perfect arrangement. It'll be a be- great relationship. A perfect relationship. arrangement. Uh, you don't bother me, I won't bother you. <laughs> and uh, that worked out. And I, I think with a lot of the stuff going on in town here, that's a perfectly good arrangement to have. Yeah. Don't you think? Well, one way to, I mean, for the Women's Hockey League especially, I mean, one way for it to work and be successful is go to the games. 
People have yeah. got to people have got to go to the games. Yes, yes. Instead of you know, sell, instead sell of the calling up out. the uh, newspaper or somebody else to complain, they're not getting enough publicity. All righty, we'll be back. Quiet, please. We'll be on the air. And now, this day in history, Patrick. Winner of the very first Academy Award Best Picture, 1927, Wings, starring Clara Bow, Charles Buddy Rogers, Richard Arlen, and Gary Cooper, appearing in a role that launched his career. Well, I think that soundbite might have been incorrect. Uh, it might have been 1928 because the ceremony was held in May of 1929, the first ever oh, Academy okay. Awards ceremony. But the Academy itself was organized in 1927, and maybe they were still on. Maybe they were going back from yeah, two years ago. Okay. Anyway, uh, it was uh, start in the first ever Academy Awards ceremony. It was actually a dinner. Uh, with uh, attended by 250 people, was held in the Blossom Room of the Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood, California. The first winner was indeed Wings, directed by William Wellman. It was the first official best picture. One reason being, they ruled out the talkies were ineligible. Uh, talking movies had just started. The jazz singer... The Al Jolson movie, one of the first talkies was the red hot picture of that time, but the Academy decided it was unfair to let movies with sound compete with silent movies. Sure. And I think that was very fair of them, sure. don't you? Now, here's the gal that uh, did pretty good. 22 year old Janet Gaynor was, uh, was the uh, honored as the best actress, uh, even though they didn't call it that, but there were five Best Actress nominations. She got three of them for three <laughs> movies. Seventh Heaven, Street Angel, and Sunrise. So she had a damn good chance of winning. No though. kidding. She was nominated <laughs> wow. three out of the five. That's almost like Putin winning a celebrity mm -hmm. hockey game. Yes. <laughs> right. Lots of space. Uh, the Academy officially began using the nickname Oscar for its awards in 1939. The name apparently was uh, uh, because Margaret Herrick was the executive director of the Academy Award and said the statuette looked like her Uncle Oscar, yeah. <laughs> supposedly. <laughs> All righty, uh, we shall be back with the great Timmy Kirkjian.